0: All right, it's the Keep to the City Yankees podcast, and the Yankees finish August with another loss, (laughs) going 3-4 and on their California trip to see the A's and the Angels, just a miserable road trip, what's been a miserable, not even second half, it's been a miserable half a season now at this point, not just since the All-Star break, not just in August, going all the way back to June 19th as the Yankees just completed their worst month of a season since September of 19. 91. back when the franchise was in shambles. uh, The pieces to the dynasty years were still not even Yankees. That's how long ago you have to go. 31 years ago was the last time the Yankees had a month as bad as they just had in August. And Aaron Boone, he has overseen a lot of real just badness as Yankees manager. He was the first Yankees manager to ever be brought back for a fifth season without a championship in his first four. He's overseen two ALDS losses, a wild card loss, an ALCS loss, two eliminations to the Red Sox. He was a manager for the most lopsided home postseason loss in franchise history. And now you can add this one, the worst month of baseball for the Yankees in 31 years. You can put that on his resume of all the things he's accomplished as Yankees manager. And more bullshit from him after the game on Wednesday, after they lost yet another game, another one-run game, another game in which they couldn't score, just got two, just played two runs. Outside of that one game in Oakland, the first game of the four-game series, and then you could put in the second game in Anaheim, even though most of those runs came as a product of, of errors by the defense. Team can't hit. They can't score. He continues to tell the media after the games that they've got to be better. They're going to turn the page. Um, Last night's game came down to a three run home run from Shohei Otani. Thanks to errors um, from Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Isaiah Kinder Falefa put two on. Otani hits a three run home run. The Angels take a 3 2 lead and they go on to win. And Isaiah Kinder Falefa, I mean, the ball was hit right at him. It's the most, it, it was the easiest play for a Major League Baseball player to make of all time. And he booted it. And. He's just so bad and i I've run out of ways to describe how bad he is. I don't know how anyone could be a fan of his. I don't know how anyone could think he's good at baseball. He can't hit. He doesn't have the glove to justify the bat. You know, he needs to play like Omar Vizquel in the field to justify having his bat in the lineup, and he's nowhere near that level. He's basically Glaber Torres, at short. You don't trust when the ball's hit to him. You don't know if he's going to make the play or not, and at the plate, he's as automatic of an out as there is in Major League Baseball. No no one that's that bad at hitting gets continued everyday chances, especially on a team like the Yankees, a team that thinks they can win a championship. It's not like he's some top prospect struggling, or he's with Kansas City or Oakland at the end of the season. You know, This, this is a guy, he's p- playing for a team that at one time was being compared to the 1998 Yankees. Now they're being compared to the 1991 Yankees, but... At one time, they were on pace for like 122 wins. Now, for them to even get 100 wins, they have to play, I th- what do you think, it's like 21-10 and 10 over their final 31 games, which just isn't happening. So they've fallen apart, and the holes, the flaws that they went into the season with have just gotten exposed more and more over time. And they've been a mediocre and bad team since June 19th, which is now more games played than prior to June 19th. So they have now been a below 500 shit team for the majority of the season. So don't think the Yankees have to get back to where they were. Aaron Boone keeps saying that. They've got to get back to who they were. That's not who they are. Look at 2021. Look at 2020. Want to go back a little farther? Look at any of those postseasons. That's who the Yankees are. That's who these Yankees are. They're playing like the team they are, the team that was built, a team that went into the season – giving everyday spots to Aaron Hicks and Josh Donaldson and Joey Gallo and Isaiah Kiner falefa Those guys are supposed to be everyday players for this team. They had to go out and trade for Andrew Benettoni, who's just been league average for the Yankees. They had to call Oswaldo Cabrera. And now, thankfully, finally, Oswald Peraza gets called up uh, on Thursday night, so he'll be with the Yankees on Friday and I joked on Twitter on after the loss on Wednesday I said if I, if Isaiah Kindelflef is starting at shortstop on Friday at the Trop I don't know how he could root for the Yankees because it would just be more obvious than it's ever been that the fucking team doesn't care about winning so why should I as a fan care about if they win but it looks like Peraza will finally get called up and it's not because he's just dominating in AAA which he is It's because the roster's expanded on September 1st. And the fact that he even played in the game on Thursday night before getting lifted mid-game after hitting yet another home run is just so ridiculous. Because you knew you were going to call him up on September 1st. Then why was he even playing tonight and risking injury? Because you need him. He needs to be in the lineup on Friday. He needs to be in the lineup from here on out. So did the Yankees think, oh, if he hits another home run, we'll call him up? Or was this not part of the plan? Because if it was, why was he even playing? Just more stupidity from this organization. And he needs to come up and he needs to play. This can't be a situation like two weeks ago where Cabrera and Esteban Florial are called up and Aaron Boone sits there and says they're here to play. And then Florial plays two games and then doesn't play again and gets sent down. Cabrera's been playing except for Wednesday night. Apparently he needed the night off. The energetic 23-year-old who just got called up to the majors who probably sits in his uniform all day waiting for the game to be played needs a friggin' day off. Oswald Peraza needs to play. Isaiah Kainer-Falefa is not the answer. He never was the answer. He was a cheap fixed, and they were hoping that he would just be league average. He's not even close to league average. He's atrocious. If he were to be released today, he would not start for another team in the majors. Someone might pick him up, stash him for depth in AAA, but he is not a major league baseball player. And Josh Donaldson, at this point, isn't either. But the Yankees owe him $24 million next season, so he's just going to keep getting chances, endless chances, endless opportunities here. So Peraza coming up, it's exciting. But it's also not a product of him going out and earning it. It's like he did his job and the Yankees waited until September 1st so that they could get a couple extra roster spots and give one to him. Because they need to have Marwin Gonzalez on the team and Isaiah Kiner-Falefa on the team. And because they owe Aaron Hicks three more years and then a buyout. And because they owe Josh Donaldson next year. This team is is just so poorly built. The roster is so poorly constructed. And they did what they did in the first two-ish months of the season because of unbelievable starting pitching in Aaron Judge and the back end of King and Holmes. That's it. No one else. No one else has been consistent as an everyday player other than, I guess you could say, Jose Trevino. So Judge and Trevino, and then everyone else has just been bad for a while now. This offense has been very bad. Boone will tell you it's been like two weeks. It's not been two weeks. Aaron Hicks, before being benched, I mean, he was awful. and He's played a couple games here the last few games. He has a four fifty two OPS since July 10th. 452. That's like a Mike Trout on base percentage. Giancarlo Stanton, he gets like a free pass for some reason. I'm not sure why. He's missed 35% of the season. Yet again, another season in which he's missed a large chunk of it. And when he has played, he's been awful. He's got a sub-800 OPS. He's a guy who should have a b- above-900 OPS. He's sub-800. His OPS is more than 100 points lower than his career average. And he has a 448 OPS since July 14th. Gleyber Torres, he should have been traded in the offseason. He should have been traded at the deadline. He needs to be traded this offseason. He's been bad once again. There was that like few-week period where people thought he was back to the 2018-19 Gleyber. That guy's never coming back. Unless they juice the baseballs again, and unless he completely changes his approach, that's it. This is who Gleyber is. 442 OPS since July 31st. Anthony Rizzo. Missed yet another game on Wednesday due to back problems. So the third time he's had to miss games for back problems within the last month. That's not good. (laughs) And yeah, he's got a lot of home runs this season, but overall he's been extremely inconsistent since August 3rd, basically a month now, 654 OPS. Okay, you want to say he's got the excuse of the back problem? Fine, but the Yankees signed him, chose him over trading for Matt Olsen, Chose him over giving big payday to Freddie Freeman, and they got what they got. DJ LeMahieu also has an excuse with the foot injury. He's been really bad. He's had no extra base hits in a month. Almost a month. A 349 OPS since August 9th for LeMahieu. Josh Donaldson, there's, you don't even need to pick out arbitrary start and end points for him. He's just been bad all season a 6.91 OPS this season. Kiner Falefa, a 6.25 OPS this season. Kyle Higashioka, a 5.76 OPS this season. Now, Higashioka is the only one of these names that doesn't play regularly, or never really did. I mean, the Yankees went into the season thinking that he was going to be their starting catcher. Imagine if Trevino didn't work out. Like, they got so fortunate and lucky with Trevino. It was supposed to be Higashioka and Rorvet. And then they traded Albert Abreu for Jose Trevino because they need catching depth once they move Sanchez and more of that was hurt. I guess Yoko was supposed to be the guy you're seeing five times a week. Imagine where they'd be if that were the case. <laughs> but all these guys I just gave you, you know, this is the lineup. If Boone keeps saying we just need a couple guys to get going. No, you need everyone other than Judge and Trevino to get going. Give a pass to Cabrera because he's only been in the majors for two weeks. And in no way should you be relying on him to carry the load, given the hundreds of millions of dollars owed to the names I just gave you. So Boone keeps saying we're just waiting on some guys. No, you're waiting on everyone almost. Everyone other than Judge and Trevino. and Cabrera gets the pass. Everyone else you're waiting on. That's not good. This isn't like the Yankees need one thing to start going right. They need the whole roster to start going right. It's like one massive parlay they need to hit. It's not just one straight bet. They need a 12-team parlay to hit for them to get back on track or to get even on the track at all and to not have this season end in either blowing the biggest division lead in history or having an early postseason exit. Not that if either of those things happen, I still don't think there'll be any change within the organization. They just gave Boone a new three-year deal before the season with an option for a fourth year. They're not going to walk away from him if he, if he oversees blowing a 15 and a half game lead. Just make a bigger joke and mockery of what the Yankees have become and what he is as a manager if they don't, but they won't. And Bradley Cash, with his contract's up, he'll just get a new one. Hal Steinbrenner doesn't give a fuck about winning. He didn't want the Yankees. The team was not supposed to be left to him. He wanted nothing to do with it. For him it's an investment. It's something for his portfolio. It's a way to make money every single year, guaranteed money. He does not care if it if the season's end in the championship. Anything he says otherwise is a flat out lie. So, if the team's making money, why change anything? Why not bring back Cashman? He knows him. His family knows him. He's been part of the Yankees organization for 35 years. He's not going anywhere. And he loves Boone. So Boone's not going anywhere. Even if this thing unravels, even if they don't win the division, even if they end up in the wild card series, even if they're out in the wild card series or they lose in the ALDS, nothing is going to change. If you think it is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you, th- you think and feel that way. It's just not going to happen. The Yankees don't run the organization with urgency. It's why Peraza is now getting called up when the rosters expand. It's why it took this awful stretch of baseball for two months to get Cabrera called up. It's why it took years of Aaron Hicks sucking to finally get benched. They wait and wait and wait until the margin of error is nothing. It's, it's pretty much the same as the way Aaron Boone manages. You watch when he brings in relievers when there's the bases loaded and there's no room for error when you can't have a hit-by-pitch, a pass ball, a wild pitch, a walk, nothing. Come into the game and throw strikes, and they better be quality strikes. That's how the Yankees run their team. That's how he runs games. They leave zero margin for error. Once their back's against the wall and there's no way out, that's when they'll make a change. You look at these other teams, the Braves, won the World Series. The Astros were in the World Series last year, calling up guys from AA and AAA left and right. The Mets doing the same thing. The Orioles doing the same thing. The Yankees, no, not doing the same thing. Every time there's a call-up, it's Tim LeCastro. <laughs> like, that's who we need to see It's Tim LeCastro. So finally, the roster's expand. We see Oswald, Peraza. He better be playing. This better not be a, oh, we have two extra roster spots so this kid can come up and play once a week. It cannot happen. He needs to come up here and be starting at shortstop on Friday night against the Rays and what's the biggest series of the season. The Yankees' lead is down to five games in the loss column. They have six games against the Rays between this week and next week. Three this weekend, three the following weekend. Rays could erase that themselves. They could complete the 15 and a half game collapse themselves with two strong weekends here at the Trop this weekend and then here at Yankee Stadium the next weekend. I didn't think back on July 8th I'd be scoreboard watching Rays and Blue Jays games in August. I didn't think now going to September the Yankees would be playing meaningful playoff like series against these teams. I thought September would be a coast a joke get everyone healthy, put every line up everything for the playoffs, and put yourself in the best possible position to win. I used to worry about them being the one seed. <laughs> How fucking dumb was I? I Need to worry about them making the playoffs, being the division winner at this point. Something that was mathematically impossible to blow this lead. And it's not blown yet, and it, the, the odds are still heavily in their favor. They have like a 91% chance of winning the division, but it was 999 for a while. The fact that it's even come down that much is bad. And five games, it does not feel like a lot. Because it's not. Not when you have six games in the next ten games against the one team that's chasing you. It's not good. It's not good. So that'll do it for today. The Yankees... Are in a spot, not a good one. This weekend, Domingo Herman, Clark Schmidt, and Frankie Montas—that's who you've got going. <sighs> I don't know. I was planning on this would be the last podcast until after Labor Day, but with as big as this series is, I can't. I probably won't be able to wait until Tuesday because these games are that important. These are playoff-like games now. Just for. What this represents and the fact that the Yankees can't blow this lead and they can't end up in the wild card series. So these games are enormous. Enormous. They just should not be in this position. But here they are. And, and won't be surprised if Kyna kind Faleff of was playing on Friday. Won't be surprised if Donaldson's in there batting 5th or 6th. Maybe Trevino could get a night off. Maybe Judge needs a night off this weekend. You know, they're playing on turf. Got to sit him down. Just keep you sitting regular. They started doing that in June, like they had everything clinched. And now it's coming back to screw them. So that'll do it for today. Yankees Rays this weekend. Biggest series of the season. Biggest series of the season. <laughs> Something that didn't seem possible. You can even say two months, three months ago, but now it is. So that'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. I'll probably be back after Friday's game to talk about it because that's how big these games are. So talk to you after the game.